0: And here we go, Cedric, C- thank you so much for uh, accepting my invite to come on.
1: Uh, thank you for having me. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey man, so uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember if, uh, if you, I don't know if you remember this, but like uh, I remember when we first met, um, I, was, I was at your gym, I was trading there, I was there for like about a week, uh, your Muay Thai gym over there <laughs> yeah. in Bangkok. And um, I remember yeah. I remember you you, uh, you came over the pad to say something to trainer guy, the head had trainer out there. And I was like, hey man, you can't have your shoes on the mat. And you go, no man, um, I'm cleaning them tomorrow. This is my gym. And I was like, wait a minute. Why is this Why is this big foreign dude own this giant super nice gym in Bangkok? <laughs> and I was like, there must be like a really, I was like, there's a very, obviously a very interesting story that led up to that. And I'm like, "Yeah." yeah I really need to, I really need to freaking sit down and chat with this guy. So, um, I mean, I've been, uh, that was a little while back, but you know, I'm, I'm doing this podcast now and we're exploring different, uh, warrior cultures around the world. But in addition to that, I want to talk to people that have come from, you know, come from their home culture and then come over and adopted one of those warrior cultures. And so like that, you know, you fear, I feel like you really adopted, like that, you know you're living in thailand you're running this uh you, you got into muay thai i could tell you're like you're, you had some pro fights you're doing real well at that and and then you're you also have a gym so i was just like i was just wondering like how did you how did you even end up in thailand to begin with
1: that that's that was a quite an interesting story you know you know before i was a dj mm-hmm. i was international dj so i was traveling all around the world to play music and one, uh, like, uh, in 2013, I guess, I was, I have a tour in Asia. So I was based in Bangkok and I go play, the, like, in Hong Kong, in Phuket, in, and I decided to stay a couple of, one, one month or two months in Bangkok and go all around Asia to, to work. And I used to train Muay Thai in France, but it's nothing compared to, to Thailand, you know, when you... Here is like a different (laughs) world, it's national sports, it's like the culture and everything. So I actually came in this gym and I start training and you know, Trainer Gay. Mm. is one of the, maybe the most famous Muay Thai trainer in the world right now. He was a trainer at the gym and he start to take care of me and train me and after put me to fight and uh, instead of staying two months, I stay five months. And after I decide to come back every year, come train, fight and everything. And at one point, uh, the owner uh, wanted to sell the gym and me, I was tired of my life and in uh, like, I say, fuck everything, let's go <laughs> buy this gym and move, you know. And first I only have the boxing part, you know, I don't have the whole, uh, the entire space. So I actually, uh, I'm partner with Gay on this gym and we work together. And so I, it was just like, I don't even think much, you know, I say, okay, let's try, you know, if I lose, if I lose, I, ah, basta, I'm gonna go back home and (laughs) that's it. But after one year, I, I took over the whole floor to make all the training center with the fitness, the swimming pool, the BGJ, the, Functional training and everything, and expand, expand, and that's it. So I actually bought the gym where I trained before.
0: Oh, okay, cool. But before it was just like go ahead. It was
1: it was just the 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 boxing. It's it's called elite boxing before. Mm. It was attached to an old fitness facilities in Bangkok. And after one year, I decide uh, I. I told myself if I really want to expand the gym, I cannot be dependent of someone who don't want to move forward. Who just want to keep his old gym with no upgrade and everything. So I proposed him a deal and I took over the whole floor and make uh, the, the old training center.
0: That's awesome. So you've just been building it piece yeah. by piece. So, so, so outside of that, I mean like you know, that's a big move to go from, you know, you, you were living, you were traveling the world, but you were, you were when you were traveling the world, where you, you were living in France at the time and you would just go around after that? Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, because I used to, I used to have two TV shows in France, two DJ TV shows. What? So I run my <laughs> TV show in France. Yes. <laughs> it was on TV as a DJ. What,
0: what were you doing? You, you were t- DJing. What, what were you doing? Like, how, what was on the show?
1: Matt. That, that was exactly the point of the TV channel when they hired me. They wanted to put a fucking DJ on air and they don't know what to do because putting someone like just playing music and seeing playing music for two hours is fucking boring, you know? <laughs> so, so I proposed them, we make like a, a huge video clip with random shooting and we mix with the, with the sound and everything. And they, they also have the possibility to play music that doesn't exist uh, uh, already in uh, video in video music mm. so they can play like new uh, all the news and everything
0: oh, so, like so i there... was doing also oh, like if there wasn't a music video for that song they would just have you dj well, play we, made, we
1: made, you know we made like a like a custom video with you know at the, at the beginning i remember we we don't even have enough footage to to do the show. So when we don't, we were running out of footage. I was going in the street, just filming cars passing <laughs> by people in the street. We, the and we put everything together with with effect. But they liked it, you
0: know. Hey, well, you know whatever works, but <laughs> so I mean, that
1: was that was that was my life, and I,
0: and I, yeah, that's was yeah. Cool, you know,
1: I, I I use because of that. I used to travel a lot, and because I was the only f- DJ on France, uh, when, when they set the the channel, I was on the big face of the of the building of the TV channel. With me in the middle, with David Guetta and Bob Sinclair on the side of me, you know. <laughs> that was the the partner of the. So from zero, I go to to the, almost on the top, you know. So that oh, was I see. Then.
0: But that was, but you know, you decide. You like, even though you. You made it far and like, I mean, you were would have been the envy of so many people. I mean, you were an entertainer, you were famous, you were traveling, but then you said, like, no, I want to I want to fight, I want to go to Thailand, I want to train.
1: Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, and they always tell me, do you know you are stupid, you know? I was making shitload of money, mm-hmm. I avoid everything to come in Thailand, get my ass fucked fight, uh, train for three months, go fight for shit money, mm-hmm. get beat up, go back to train. But it, I love it, you know?
0: You love it, and that was what I wanted to talk about, is like, you know, going going from, you know, that, that's. I mean, your lifestyle still seems pretty cool, but going from like that, that's the fantasy, D, international DJ traveling on TV, and now you're like, you know what, now I'm gonna start at the bottom, and I'm gonna train, and I'm gonna fight, and then, so I mean, aside from that, like, what what's some of the other stuff you love about like being in Thailand and like the culture?
1: Yeah, I, you know, I I fall in love with the country. Like when I came, you know, I like the uh, energy of Bangkok. Uh, I have something with uh, with Thailand since long time. You know, even before, I always dreamed to come in Thailand and go train in a camp. But you know, you see sometimes like a documentary on TV and you uh, saw that's. Something I always wanted to do, and finally I accomplished what my dream like, uh, and I make it my life. You know.
0: Well, so about how old were you when you got like you got started coming here, coming to Thailand regularly to train? When? Yeah, like what age approximately?
1: Uh, late. I was thirty-four. Crap. So What's I started that- I start fight. Profil- yeah, I, I started fighting professional at 34, you know.
0: No, shit. I was, yeah, I, you know, what so I came, r- yeah, when I came by, we met, I was, I was like, I was I think I was 33, and I'm like, crap, I need to go back, I need to train.
1: <laughs> yeah, I avoid everything, and I go full 1,000% uh, one, 1, on Muay Thai, and train, like, you know, training with gay, mm-hmm. it's not easy, you know, <laughs> it's, I think it's the worst. It's not easy, but it makes you... Good then better and strong
0: you know yeah no 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 yeah because I, I didn't train obviously I didn't train him as much as you did but when I was when I was working with him I mean it was like you know it was like having a drill sergeant like yelling at you and kicking in putting you on the ground doing doing all kinds of stuff but it was it was good I mean it was probably one of some of the most physically exhausting stuff you know I have ever done. So, um, yeah. I, you know, one of the other things I wanted, to, I wanted to ask about is like, I mean, how much do you know about like, uh, kind of like Thai history and how it influenced Muay Thai and, you know, it could like help the development and all that?
1: Yeah, you know, actually Muay Thai comes from, uh, it's comes from when they used to have this war with uh, Burmese people, when Burma took over a part of Thailand and they developed like the Muay Thai to be able to fight uh, the Burmese. When they didn't have the, uh, when they lose their weapon. Like it was uh, in, I don't want to say, but it's, it was around 1600, something like this,
0: mm. under
1: the under Rama tree. It, it was when the, the, the capital of Thailand was Ayutthaya, not Bangkok.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> it, was,
1: it was at this period when the Muay Thai start to and after. And after, they, it became the, the national sport.
0: Oh, okay. But, I mean, that makes sense because, you, know, you know, they had all their weapons and stuff. But, you know, because Muay Thai itself is su- such a, like, a, a brutal art because you got, you know, you use, you know, you use everything you can on people. Muay at,
1: at, at Thai, at the beginning, it, it's, it's, it's made to hurt people. Hmm. It's not like Kung Fu or something like this. Muay Thai, it's like a wah uh, art, martial art. They really use it on the battlefield to to like all the all the the, the kick, the elbow, the punch are made to hurt. You know, you you can compare a karate kick and a muay thai kick. Muay hey, thai uh, kick is
0: mm. oh, to, oh compared to a karate kick. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that was one of the things I noticed is like you know in muay thai you treat your shins like they're baseball bats. You just keep on yeah. keep on working them up and then you just you just start walloping people with them.
1: Yeah. That's the key of the, you know, for the fighters, when they look the fighters, they look the bones of the fighter. If you put two fighters, one have 100 fights and one, one uh, have like maybe five or ten fights, they don't have the same bone. Even if they have the same level, if one kick the other, one leg will break, you know. Woo. The bones, like, they train the bones since they are young and that that's makes the, the Muay Thai fighters strong also, like strong bone, heavy bone.
0: Man, I've seen yeah, because I've seen videos of uh, people doing like a muay thai kick, and then the leg actually like breaking right there. And God, that looks terrible.
1: Yeah, it could be terrible sometimes.
0: What about you? you you've been pretty lucky, you know, Like, have you had any like major injuries?
1: Uh, not in muay thai, no, no. Not oh. in muay thai. I get I get knocked out, but Gee. it's okay, you know. Dude,
0: so the first day, the very first day I was training at your gym, I could I couldn't fucking believe this. I um I was I was, uh, I, was tra- I was you know, I was with one of the trainers, not guy, but one of the uh, one of the younger ones. And I was just doing some just doing some pad work, just doing some kicks, and when I came down, my toe just bent out of place. And then I was like, "Oh, that felt kind of funny." And then like later on, I went I went for like a 2-mile run and then I went weightlifting. And then I finally made it over to the pool and I took my sock off and it was just straight purple. And I'm like, did I break my goddamn toe on my first day in Muay Thai? <laughs> so then she was fucking funny. I was like, I mean, you, cause you're so into it. You don't even pay attention. So I'm like, I, 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 it sounds like I already got one more injury than you do.
1: <laughs> at, the, it's at the beginning, you know, when you're not, not used to walk barefoot mm-hmm. and move mm-hmm. barefoot, <laughs> many people like, do oh,
0: silly shit. And Yeah, was- yeah, no, 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 it was good. Um, but like, uh, you know, so like ties, one of the things yeah. I've always been interested in ties and I think you'd help with this like as, a, as an outsider is like ties just generally seem like really like friendly and carefree and, and happy. And what, like what's been your experience of that and like how it's influenced you since you've been like living there for so long?
1: The Thai people are really friendly, you know. You know, we don't we don't call it the um, the country of smile for nothing, you know. Everybody, you know, is sabai sabai, like okay, cool, cool, everything is all right, you know. After uh, it's not always like this, but most of the time, you know, all the Thai people are really friendly, helpful, and that's also why I love the country and the people over there. You have also ass- like everywhere, huh? mm.
0: but. Thailand, Thailand Most has asked quite believe
1: nice, nice and like Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was like, there's <laughs> yeah.
0: there's there's mean people in Thailand. I'm like, I didn't I haven't met any there. I've been there like four times. So but like I mean I, one of the things I'm kinda of interested in is like, you know, like as you've uh sort of um Sort of learn more about the culture and been there. Like, what's some of the stuff that like you've, you've learned while traveling abroad and while, uh, you know, living there that's kind of like helped you grow and like, you know, change your perspective and all that?
1: Yes, yes, because you have to adapt yourself to a totally different culture to approach the people and the relation with people, especially as a, as a boss or a gym owner. You don't you don't interact with people like you interact with European people or with American people. The mentality is totally the same, you know, uh, totally different. So at the beginning it's a little bit complicated to understand the standard, but you have to adapt to, to this, you know. The Thai people don't like to lose face. You cannot like explode on them or something because they're gonna like get crazy about it. You know, you have to be really diplomatic with everyone and, you know, make sure that when you understand that, it's okay. It's quite easy. But sometimes it's difficult, you know, like European people who sometimes you have like hot blood and everything, so what the fuck, you know? <laughs> and Thailand no not work like this, you know?
0: Okay, so it's all about like, just like how they're always calm, you, you have to adopt that and then like- Of course, you, you have to adapt. You know, you're there. not
1: in your country, you come in, you have you have to adapt, uh, if you try to fight it, you lose already, you know, you will never, you will never win. You have to, yeah, you know, find the right balance between everything.
0: <laughs> so, um, I saw the, so like we, we trained in, so the, the one in Bangkok, that, that was your first gym, right? Yeah. And then you're open. Did not you open another one in, in uh, Hohen? how do you say it?
1: Yeah. I opened a camp in Wayne now by the beach. So it's a huge camp, uh, way bigger than Bangkok. We have also a hotel with swimming pool, restaurant, playground for kids, and I, now I am looking for to open a stadium.
0: A stadium, yeah, like an actual, like stadium. like the for like professional fights, like big events yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, no kidding. You're gonna do it down in Oh yeah, you...
1: in Wayne because we have, we have the space. So the, the gym will be our stadium, our gym. You know, we can like it's 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 a project, but I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna move for it soon.
0: Oh you're going to oh you're going to move permanently down Am I saying the name of the place wrong What's what's that, what's the town called Huayin Huayin oh, okay I'm just I'm just Hwa-in. sort of butchering No no it. I, I
1: I am always between Bangkok and there you know because I cannot um, be always in Huayin or always in Bangkok I have to be on both sides Actually I do 3 days in Bangkok 3 days in Huayin
0: Sounds like you're da- you're you're pretty freaking busy I mean are you still I mean you're still able to fit in training and 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 like Hanging out and doing your thing? It sounds like you're just working.
1: Uh, I don't know. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know, training, to train is easy for me because it's like my, my office is not far from the gym, you know, so mm-hmm. that's quite easy.
0: Okay, but good. It's a
1: lot of work and a lot of investment, you know, personally and financially and everything. But oh, of course, a, of course. I have no regrets.
0: Oh, I mean, <laughs> No, man, it sounds like it sounds pretty awesome. Cause like when I, when I saw it, I was just like, dude, this would be, how do I open something like this where it's like, you get to do all these multiple events and you have a gym and you have a pool and all that stuff. And so I was just like, man, how the, how the crap do you set this up? Well, how long have you, so how long have you been doing this whole owning a gym? And like, when did you first buy the, the gym in, um, In
1: 2017.
0: So it's only been three years.
1: Or, oh, yeah, it's the fourth year. It's going to be four years in uh, April.
0: April, man, rocking and rolling. So then, yeah. crap, when did I come there? 2019. Yeah, so it's probably 19, already yeah. changed. It's probably already changed quite a bit.
1: Yeah, because in 19, the the fitness was already new. Huh? I already took over the fitness and everything huh? mm. when you came. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Hey, so then so then, like, uh, you know, we got this whole like global pandemic happening right now. How much is that like affecting different stuff? How are you having to adapt?
1: Uh, it's, it's complicated because we, lo- we lose like 60% of revenue because you know, uh, the border are closed since March in Thailand. So of course all the people who came for like training camp, like, like who really come to ch- for train in Thailand, this is uh, over for the moment, mm. uh, even, even the gym, even the, because you know, we, um, uh, we have a, a, a big part of my clientele is expat mm-hmm. and now a lot of expats like go back home and because uh, most of them lose their job and because the economy is like struggling like everywhere. So, but we managed to survive, you know, we reduce the cost. We, anyway, I have to survive. Until it's come back to normal, because the, all the companies who will go through this shit will be successful after.
0: Of course, because yeah.
1: many, many, many of the co- the competitor and everything, a lot of a lot will uh, will close. So, I just manage now to reduce the cost, reduce the expense, just make everyone survive, pay all the salary and everything, and wait for the better days. You know. Mm. Hopefully it's gonna come soon with the vaccine. I don't know, you know, because mm. because I, I guess I don't know, and I guess mm. no one knows what the mm. fuck is happening, you know.
0: So no, that's fine. So what are what are your uh, what are your, what are some of your other plans for the future?
1: Nah, for the moment not much, expect uh, except my uh, my stadium project. Mm. I also la- launched my own brand of uh, equipment.
0: <laughs> oh really? God, tell yeah cool how long how, like what, what do you have out so far
1: uh we we launched it like one one year ago for the moment we we keep it quiet we sell it at the gym people like it very much i did it because i was uh i was using other brands selling other brands and sometimes i was not happy with the quality i get and uh and i say let's do mine you know? So I can show you something else. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, here. Give me one second. Is, there, is this in the black instinct boxing? So we have all the training equipment, the glove, the, the pads, the focus meat. So we have everything, the, the shorts. I should have some shorts. Yeah. the new shorts we make with the gym. All this and everything. So we launch this, we sell it at the gym and um, as soon as soon as everything gonna go better, we're gonna start to export and try to sell overseas and everything.
0: Okay, so but like right now you can't buy it online.
1: Uh, not yet, no, not ah, yet. So but, uh,
0: I, was gonna, I was gonna ask if I could order some.
1: <laughs> if you want, <laughs> I can say something. But you know, I, I, really, I, I, I really made everything with uh, consulting all the trainers, what they like, what they want, what they expect from a, from a, from a pad, from a, from a focus meet, from a meet. Like they, they like lights, light, light equipment, so all the equipment are really light. Because when you're a trainer and you hold the, the pads on your, on your arm all day long, it's quite heavy after a couple of hours, you know, so. Oh, yeah. Also, the padding and everything. So everything is made with trainer and fighter uh, advice.
0: Okay, cool. Hey, so speaking of trainers, I like I, I one of the reasons that I actually came to your gym was because I saw a trainer guy there. I could I you know I knew he was really well known and really knowledgeable, but I, I didn't fully know his background. He, he, I mean, is, is that something you could tell us a little bit more about? Is like what what, what you know what what what's like his past like?
1: Gay actually was monk for ten years, <laughs> living in living in, living in the in the mountain like outside for ten years. Actually, Gay was a was a, was a really good fighter when he was young. He was one of uh, he could one of the could be one one of the big champion, and he get a big injured in the Rajadamn Stadium. He gets his uh, hip broken with a kick. So fight finish at 18 years old. So it was his. So after that, he he, he did like maybe some, he was like kind of not a bad boy, but you know, like like a turbulent teenager and something like this. And uh, like all the Thai men, they have to go, to be monk, at least for one week or something like this in their life. So he go to be monk for one week, and he stay ten years.
0: <laughs> kind of like how you came out here to do, he came out to Thailand to do Muay Thai for just like a couple of weeks, and then he just kept staying. Now,
1: and than- after after that, after that he came back to train Muay Thai, and he get a name, and he make champion, and he became the, the super awesome trainer that he is now.
0: Okay that's pretty cool so then how, how long has he been how long has he actually been like a trainer
1: uh, but he, he used to w- when he gets his injured, he was helping already at, at his old gym to 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 help the fighter and everything but uh, like as a uh, he was monk from i guess from eighteen nineteen to twenty eight and he came back to Muay Thai at twenty eight years old
0: and he came back like, down? That's pretty funny, he came back down from the mountaintop to become a, a Muay Thai trainer and then teach yeah. everybody how to kind how of beat people up. <laughs> Muay Thai was
1: his life. Hein? He, was, he gave, uh, made his first uh, fight at four years old. For, is that, for is 20
0: bucks. For 20 bucks, is, is that normal? For four years?
1: Depends for who. <laughs>
0: oh man that's pretty freaking awesome
1: and after you know all these all these fighters you know when they have uh, 14 15 16 they already have like 150 200 fights you know
0: oh geez. how many fights do you have
1: me i have a uh, seven fight professional
0: seven professional fights and then how, how many amateur fights do you have then or do those even count zero?
1: zero i start i start professional oh
0: shit. <laughs> what, what 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 weight class do you normally fight at
1: uh, I fight eighty kilo.
0: Eighty kilo. It's quite heavy, you know. Yeah. What do you weigh right now? Is that how much you weigh right now?
1: Now I'm eighty-seven.
0: Eighty-eight. Oh crap! You're pretty tall though, right? Uh,
1: one eighty-five.
0: One eighty-five. Okay, one eighty-five. I'm one eighty-three, but I'm uh about ninety-seven kilos. I guess I need to. I guess I need to cut a little bit more. eh? Yeah.
1: I I want. I I would like to to go make one more fight. It's like.
0: Yeah between, like yeah, good, between all the,
1: yeah, between all like the business good, stuff. Like a good one. So I'm expecting when the, everything reopens, the stadium and everything, I'm maybe going to catch a good fight. Maybe like some Max Meta or something. If I have the opportunity to make a TV fight or something like this, like the last one. Okay. Give everything I, uh, I have left and go. Go. We don't die. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wait, well, well, how old are you now?
1: 43. 42.
0: 42 yeah damn you're giving you're giving hope to all of us no like, no man you, you're in fucking great shape so you know
1: yeah but you know like believe me when i wake up in the morning sometimes i feel my 42 years old <laughs> oh
0: shit all right man well anyway what, what, what else do you got going on excuse me um so hey, what, what else do you have going on
1: uh nothing, not gay, we're gonna start launching new class for gay at the gym like master class on Sunday, okay. his own master class and private session. And you know now we start to, you know, actually we quite all waiting for the pandemic to stop or to to wait for an evolution because right now all the stadium are closed since uh, end of December because, uh, we used to have uh, no case for a couple of months and there was a cluster again like end of December. So they shut down everything again. So the older gym were closed for three weeks, almost one month. So we just reopened last week. Now we are waiting for the stadium to reopen, to send the fighter back to fight. And was uh, really happy to chat with you mm-hmm. and to see you again. Yeah, I hope yeah. to see you again soon, Thailand. Yeah.
0: I can't. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I was, uh, that was so much fun just spending a month out there, just training every day. And, uh, I, yeah, I've been just, just dreaming about coming back out there. Cause it's just so, just like, you know, what w- you found out, man, it's just it's something so pure about like letting everything else go. Like, this is what I do now. I just train yeah. every day. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I can't. Yeah, man. So that's like coming back to Thailand, coming back to your gym and say, say what's up and, and you know, getting some, getting some sessions in with guy, man. I, uh, yeah, I can't wait to do it.
1: Yeah. and I promise next time you come, I will take off my shoes to go on the mat.
0: Yes, yes. Do not, di- <laughs> do not disrespect the mat.
1: <laughs> all right. my fucking mat.
0: It's your fucking mat. Oh, yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> all, all right, man, it was, it was good talking to you.
1: Thank you, Vince. i hope to see you soon. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>